welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hello one and all and welcome to the Diz After Dark, the Universal edition. Yes, that's right, Universal edition. We're hoping to make this a monthly edition for our regular podcasts as, well, you know, you can't find enough to talk about Universal on a weekly basis, so I think monthly will do for now. Uh, anyway, we're coming to you live from uh, the mouse's head where universal talk is usually forbidden. Uh, and I'm not on my own. As always, the rest of the team are here. Um, first up, we have got Mr. Lucas. Good evening, one and all. We are in the toilets of the mouse's head. <laughs> where That's where all the poo gets talked about. So we're talking <laughs> about universal this week. <laughs> whilst graffiti in the cubicles yes I've brought me drill bit in and that's all I'm going to say <laughs> we're not the only ones sitting in this cubicle we've also got <laughs> Mr Washington hi all it sounded a bit like a friends episode in the toilets here it's not it's a bit strange <laughs> <laughs> splashing around the fountain somewhere yeah so, the first um, item on the list that we were going to discuss this evening, I believe, was Sapphire Falls Resort. Uh, we've all done our research, so we all know everything about it, no doubt. Yeah, I've just got it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Reactive research. Reactive Hot. research. Three months later, off the press. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I haven't stayed at Cabana Bay yet, but you have, Mr. Lucas. So would you say that you'd be tempted to go over the road and stay at Sapphire Falls when it opens? If it's up to the same standards as Cabana Bay is, totally, 100%. Cabana Bay, it's arguably the best universal resort I've stayed in. And I've stayed in the Hard Rock, and I've stayed in one of the other ones, which I can never remember. But... They're all a bit tired now, a bit old. Cabana Bay was spacious, fresh, bright. It was absolutely beautiful. So there you go. So if Sapphire Falls is anything like that, it's going to be boss, mate. Because I love staying at the Hard Rock just because it's right next door to Universal um, Studios Park. Yeah, it's a two-minute walk um, straight out past your little security man and you're there right at Universal's gate for the Hard Rock. I can't fault mm. it for that. I can't fault the Hard Rock at all. It's phenomenal. I do, yeah. I do like it. The only thing I don't like about it is the new colour scheme for their rooms. I don't know if you've seen them. Um, we were there in the summer last year and I didn't notice. Well, they, they used to have sort of like greens and oranges and sort of funky colours. They've gone for this sort of like black and white, grey and red sort of colour scheme. It's a bit weird. But it's only a minor thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even say a notice, to be honest. But no. Cabana Bay, on the other hand, is uh, day glow colours, very 50s prime time almost, and it's, you know the way it's uh, put out there. Sapphire Falls, I don't really know it. I'm terrible, but I don't know anything about it. No. There hasn't been a hell of a lot 
released about it from what I can gather. Um, yeah. I've, I walked past the construction site, so I know where it is. It's literally just before Cabana Base. It's slightly closer. Yeah, um, Caribbean inspired. That's mm. about it, really. There will be loads of coconuts and fellas selling lilt, boss. Can't wait. <laughs> Didn't uh, Cabana Bay have a lazy river as well? Is that true? I didn't see it, but then I was there for the weekend. So, so oh, yeah, yeah. We went on the Thursday and we come home on the Tuesday, so I didn't uh, really. We could have went bowling. We spent some time in the bar on the first night. Uh, we ate in the um, the fast food place, and that was about it. The rest of the time was just up and down the corridors. Um, <sighs> Looking mm. for uh, hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, Paul? Did, have you stayed on site at Universal? I haven't stayed on site at Universal. When we went last year, we had a couple of days at like one of the partner hotels. But we were, we have been looking at the at the uh, on site ones for our next next day. But my thing with the new one is that it's it's more expensive than Cabana Bay, but it still isn't getting the the extra the the fast express tickets as part of it so it kind of it's either you go cabana bay for a cheaper price or you take the next hotel above um the new one and get your express passes so it's kind of like it's kind of a non-entity to me at the moment until i've actually seen what it looks like really yeah that's a good point actually because um with sapphire falls that and the pacific themed hotel the uh Royal Pacific, those two are going to become moderates, aren't they? Yeah. The Royal Pacific, that's the one I stayed in, the other one, and that is not a moderate. <laughs> I have to say, that was beautiful. So you think it's deluxe then? Oh, definitely, without a shadow. Uh, it's not up there with Ardrock. Uh, the location-wise, it was a little bit further away. But I think we're in a, in a bit of flux with the um, the Express Passes. What it's like what I, what happens when everyone has express pass. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean I've I've waited in very long express queues in the past. And last summer uh, and last October when I went back, sometimes it was quicker to go in the normal line than it was to go in the express line. So something's got to give. Yeah. At the moment it doesn't really make much difference to me because I tend to go out of season with our little one only being two, three years old. So we haven't yeah. had to worry about holidays at the moment, but um, obviously as he gets a bit older, we might have to start thinking in terms of school holidays, and then the Express Pass might become an option, but at the moment it isn't really. Well, I mean, in October it wasn't necessarily, it was the the, the flagship rides. I know they've only got one or two uh, universal. <laughs> 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 um, but... The flagship rides were really like Transformers. The, the Express Pass was five, six, seven times as long. There was people walk. We were looking and we're, we're in the queue, and there was people walking past us and getting on. It, it was bizarre. It was bizarre, but it's got to be looked at. And I think for, I, I get the uh, without going into too much detail because they shoot you. I get the um, the questionnaire sent through. And there is a bit of change coming. There is rumours about magic bands or some sort of magic band. Yeah, I've had style. a survey today, actually. 
I've had a survey today as well yeah. about uh, secret stuff. Yeah. Secret squibble. <laughs> um, but did, did, didn't they have like their own version of Magic Band for like six weeks about ten years ago and then decided not to use it anymore? Yeah, I think they did. But again, that's only going off what me and Tracy have said on their podcast. I wouldn't know any history about it. For me, um, they're talking about uh, using mobile phones. Well, a mobile phone has only got a shelf life of 10 hours you know if you're if you're in the parks all day you're taking photographs with it uh, you're constantly on the wi-fi uploading stuff and you've got your express pass on there at some point you won't be able to express pass anymore unless you buy a charger no doubt because you can't they've got all these um Metal detectors they're putting in on the the flagship, the big rides, the dangerous rides. You've got to be carrying around all these battery packs and chargers. It's not practical. <laughs> Why? You know, I think the, I do believe they will have their own version of Magic Bands, and they are a lot more switched on than Disney. I think you're going to be able to buy limited edition ride specific Magic Bands for the whole of Universal. I can see it coming. Blimey. Do you think someone at Disney's like, why didn't we think about doing it with the iPhone? Well, you can't rely. I love my iPhone. I am Mr. Apple. Um, my my 6 Plus will get me 18 hours of charge, you know, usage through a day. But that's mm. just normal usage. As soon as you go into a theme park environment where you're taking photographs every two minutes where you're FaceTiming you know, back to the UK or you're uploading your photographs onto Facebook, it can't handle it. it it'll just die halfway through the day on you. Yeah, so, I agree. I think the system's going to be flawed. You're, you're going to have to... The, some of the questionnaires we've had, and I, I'm just going to talk about it, but does you, do you want to put USB things into lockers? Do you want to put USB chargers into toilets? Do you want to put USB uh, waiting areas where you can sit in the shade and chill out? So you're going to be spending all this money to go into a theme park to then sit and babysit <laughs> your phone. <laughs> and and Disney, Disney are just as guilty. They yeah. do it as well. Disney have gotten by the, the spectacular Tangled Toilets. Yeah, which... <laughs> Pooing in a frying pan isn't for me. I've done it before and I won't do it again. Oh, you can't really fling it afterwards, can you, at Disney? <laughs> no, you I've been in there in those toilets where I think someone has flung it across the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh dear. That was me, that, sorry. How, how disappointed would people be when they ruck up at the Magic Kingdom, look up and see, oh, look, there's the tower from Tangled, and then you realise it's just a load of toilets. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're already selling um, uh, packages for Sapphire Falls, um, and on top of that, they're also selling Halloween Horror Nights packages for Sapphire Falls um, for people going um, to stay there from about the middle of July. So they're pretty; they've got a pretty fixed date in the diary for this place to open now. Um, I hope it doesn't end up with rivers of light. Mm. <laughs> To be fair, I, I've seen a few videos recently, and it doesn't look overly finished at the moment. Mm. 
they can move extremely fast of the universal yeah. they, they don't seem to be um tied to the same regulations that disney have and i think disney impose their own regulations on themselves because uh universal seem to work i remember being there three years ago when uh hogsmeade or whatever it is no the, the other side was getting built where yours used to be the, uh, shop, that's the one the uh, shopping precinct um and we were going round Halloween Horror Nights, and you could still see them working behind the boards. You know, it was all lit up. Work and work was carrying on all day long. Whereas Disney, they do tend to keep it to a minimum during the daylight hours, don't they? Well, I mean, that's the ironic thing: is Universal uh, Disney themselves run their local council, so they can make up all their own planning laws and regulations. Yet they take forever to build everything. I mean, I mean, look at Avatar. I mean, it's gone on and on. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I think Sapphire Falls will be delivered on time. It'll be delivered on budget, and it'll be phenomenal. And we stayed on Cabana Bay uh, in October. We bought our park tickets with express passes built into them. Um, they were from the American market because it was basically two days worth of tickets we bought rather than the UK's 14 days uh, mm. and it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a massive inconvenience so maybe that's the market they're going for where people like me who are going to be going in will upgrade I still I know the Malabies and I'm not picking on them but I know they've done nine days at Universal in one of their previous holidays. I really do struggle to get past mm. three days. I'll be honest, the mm. last time I went, we bought two-day tickets and only did a day. Yeah, I think you can. it becomes very similar very quickly because you're literally just walking around just a circle. So two days maximum, three days potentially. The, the, this water park that's coming... Uh, with the closure of Wet and Wild and stuff, it is going to become a, they are billing it as a three day a three park resort by the introduction of this water park I don't know if I'd bother with the water park mm. I can't Depends. say it's something that attracts me No, I mean I mean, if, if, if ever I go to a water park I usually just go to Typhoon Lagoon for the afternoon I mean I wouldn't make a special trip to Blizzard Beach or, you know, a whole day somewhere. No, I struggle to, to last five or six hours in them. And then it's very, very, obviously because it's Florida, it's very uh, weather-specific. So we one year we went into Aquatica and we were in Aquatica for an hour and then thunder was rolling in, you know, lightning. And that was the park closed. You know, so this this uh, isn't being built as a, a water park. It's being built as a a theme park. So, mm. what, what? It'll definitely what be interesting. Put, well, what are they putting in there that they haven't told us about? The, the things well. that I've heard are basically that Disney didn't want to call their two theme parks because they didn't want to confuse people, but they're saying that Universal is basically, it's going to be the same as Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. Yeah. Well, it'll be poo then. It's going to be the world's first water theme park. Wasn't that what they said? Yeah. They, uh, yeah. 
And what does that mean? <laughs> just a play on words, isn't it? Unless it's just going to be a part of a a bigger theme park. It might be just a land. And we've just broke the story. We have. <laughs> dun, dun, Water. Dun. First episode of my breaking Water news. Waterworld. Yeah, breaking <laughs> news. So, so, plan with Volcano Bay, they're, going, they're building that now, and then they'll shut uh, Wet n Wild. Is that, the, is that what they're doing? Yeah. What's that? And then everyone moves over to, from Wet n Wild onto Volcano Bay. Is that, is that right? Staff, I think some of the staff are going over, aren't they? Yeah. All of the staff. Yeah, I think yeah. they said that it was gonna. People were gonna need new skills to be able to move over. So I think certain people are going through training and some aren't. <laughs> getting shot. Yeah. Have you ever been to Wetland? No. No. It's always looked grotty. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it the oldest water park in the? in the country or something uh, it was or, or yeah it will be until the end of the year <laughs> uh, it's the question didn't... what they're going to put on it I suppose isn't it a car, car park, park in it yeah. <laughs> and that'll be an improvement <laughs> it just looked like it was horrible it just looked like concrete and it looked like it was them slides that when you slide down it takes pieces out of your back that's what it looked like like the in between us yeah. Especially if you were there, Craig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always t- take a Mars bar and just release it into the pool halfway through because you're swimming. That's one way to clear the pool out. Right, moving on. <laughs> uh, well, the next I- item on the uh, discussion we're going to talk about is the Hello Kitty store. Yeah, three grown men are going to talk about Hello Kitty. Does anyone know what Hello Kitty Hello Kitty is, because I have no idea. I misread. I thought it was a spelling. I thought it was Hello Shitty. <laughs> oh, no, it's Kitty, yeah. Now I've got no interest in it at all. It's uh, it's a little girl thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Quite sad that they uh, they took out that I Love Lucy place. It was have a bit you ever been history. in there? I'd been, I had been. I, well, in fact, I've been in the one in Hollywood, not in the one in Orlando. Oh, okay. Which was very similar, but that went, oh, that went God knows how long ago. Where where was that one then? That was down where, you know where the Universal Experience ended up being? Oh, okay. It was down on the lower lot. Oh, okay. And then they replaced it with the the Experience, which is now gone as well. Yeah. And is now a shop. Yeah. Shops everywhere. Yeah. So they've replaced the the replacement with a replacement? Yeah. Weird. And that's all in the space of well, the first time I went was ten years ago. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the problem is there they've got no room for anything, isn't no. they? That's why they have to keep building on top of each other over there. Yeah. Um but one of the reasons I, I actually did put this on here was because um for my uh Halloween Horror Nights site, we're actually working on an article at the moment about what was going to be put into this uh, uh building. Um, but didn't in the end. So well, that that will be going up soon. But there was basically there was going to be something Halloween Horror Nights related put into um, into this space when it was I Love Lucy. But um, for various reasons, uh, it didn't happen. So, and what was it going to be? Could well, you give us a teaser for the article? 
I, well, I can do, yeah. Um, basically, they were going to build uh, a museum. So similar to what is in the foyer of the Monsters show, the uh, makeup show, um, a lot of that stuff was going to be originally put into this uh, space and all the Lucy stuff was going to get moved out. So oh, we're nice. talking to someone next week who was working on it, so I'll, I'll know more then. But I don't know everything at the sec. And do you think that's uh, been mothballed forever or do you think it's a, an old Oh, definitely. Definitely. It the bloke be... who was um, championing the idea has actually left and gone to Disney. So, oh, jump ship when he couldn't get his own way. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't know, don't know. That would have um, been interesting. Well, yeah, it would have been. I, I think, I think that would have been a, a nice idea. Yeah. But then again, they've got a shop there now, so yeah. they're making money out of that space, aren't they? Yeah. So, was it similar to what, what they put in at Halloween Horror Nights last year? Where that, where they had the shop, but they had a load of the props. I I imagine it. it probably would have been, uh, from what I've heard already. Um, it was just going to be crammed full of, of some of like their oldest props and some of their more recent ones. Um, and then you could have your photo taken with with Jack and stuff like that. But um, well, is there not a case right? You've got the Christmas shop, haven't you, in Universal, inside, and then you've got the Christmas shop in Islands of Adventure as well. Mm. The Christmas shop in Universal is brand new. It's only been open a few months. Uh, and it does a roaring trade, right? Mm. Now, is there not a case? Seeing Halloween Horror Nights is such a juggernaut. Mm. Why haven't they got a Halloween Horror Nights shop? Well, and- to be honest with you, Craig, this year, well, last year, they sold so much merchandise. Yeah, I mean they ran out of everything, you know. Eventually, and they had to keep rebuying stuff. So they they really sold more than they thought they were going to. I, th- I think they did the year before because we we went just after Halloween last uh, in two thousand and fourteen, and mm. there was you know like normally you get like a little sale of stuff when the season's over. There was about yeah. three shirts left, and that was it. Wow, I couldn't find anything that I wanted. But it's not a market for the retro. Uh, I mean, I've been to Halloween Horror Nights 23 uh, and bought nothing. And I went to Halloween Horror Nights 25 and bought a lanyard. <laughs> and Because I just didn't want to waste my time um, shopping, basically. And I only took a carry-on bag over because it was for the weekend. But, like, I'm going back next summer, summer 2017. If they had a, a a specific Halloween Horror Night shop and you've got the fridge magnets, you've got your shot glasses, you've got your t-shirts. I would buy Halloween Horror Night's 23 merchandise because I was there and the 25. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it would yeah. be brilliant. And you well, could they, have it all. Go on. I was going to say, when, when the event finishes, whatever's left over, they put at the front of the park in that discount shop. Yeah, yeah. With, within days, it's gone, literally. So that, to me, says the missing a trick, because that would be, a, I think that would be an annual. Christmas only lasts, uh, well, in, in America, four months. <laughs> but it's, you know, we're there in August, and we buy $60 worth of decorations. Mm. 
and we bring them back and our Christmas tree is basically a Disney stroke universal tree now because we've been so many times the last few years. Look at the the, the Christmas shop in downtown in Disney Springs. Mm. Yeah, up. yeah, and Halloween is basically bigger in America than Christmas. Mm. It's like the yeah, Beatles definitely. were bigger than Jesus. <laughs> well, it's the same at Disneyland Paris. They've got their year-round Christmas shop as well, haven't they? And it always seems to be full as well over there. So there's definitely, I definitely see there's room for a Halloween Horror Night shop because the, the stuff's so popular. Hmm. But what about a year-round haunt like Hollywood have just put in or just about to put in? I'm all for it. I think the... the there's one major thing that I believe Universal is missing a trick on, and that is a haunted house of some sort, mm. like mm. the haunted mansion. There's enough; they've they've got enough uh, back catalogue. They could have a classic monsters haunted house. Well, they're launching this new series of films, aren't they? They it's are. Hardy. I was are they um, doing yeah. Mm. They're doing, they're calling it the uh, Universal Monsters Cinematic Universe. I kid you not. Oh. And it's it's filming they're here going... at the moment. Is it really? Yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. has started filming The Mummy uh, in Oxford. Oh, he's God. actually doing it then? Yeah. Yeah, he's been pictured on set. They're filming it in Oxford at the moment. Blimey. Well, the, my best mate who I went over there within October, Stuart. Hi, Stuart. I'm waving at Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we got back, he bought me the Blu-ray box set of the classic Universal Monsters, and I'm sorry to say I've only watched one of them up to now because there's been too much other stuff to watch. But I love the concept of the classic monsters, and I, I'm really excited. Are these films going to be interlinked? Is it going to be a part yeah. of a big like yes. like Marvel? Yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise is yeah, going to be in all of them. Oh, By the sound of Tom it, Cruise. probably jumping that's off a, buildings and everything. One, that's a bad day at the office, then, isn't it? <laughs> that's like die hard. Every time he gets in a plane or something, he gets hijacked. <laughs> what, what I've so read, the fir- sorry, go on. No, no, go on. I was going to say, from what I've read, they're basically following the Marvel business plan. They're going to literally ha- create this whole universe, and then they're all going to come together at the end. Oh, that is going to be stunning. What, is Abbott and Costello going to be available? <laughs> we'll have to find a new pair in, won't we? I think they might be Dick. And yeah. Dick. But, uh, but no, you, as you said about Tom Cruise, I know that um, they haven't said much, but their, their, their mission is to put some really big A-listers into every single film. Um, and then also a lot of the talent that's writing the new films, like for example, the new Mummy film uh, has been written by the people that wrote the the scripts to the Hunger Games. So oh. they're going all out with uh, you know um, the people they're working with. Yeah. Well, I bought uh, last October. I bought the um, the rebooted and failed uh, werewolf film. Oh yeah, with Benicio del Toro. Yeah, and we watched it in the Highlands of Scotland last October in the middle of nowhere in the pitch black. <laughs> and it, I thought it was a brilliant film. Well, the I thing is, understand- I, I like that film, but that's the not going to be part of this universe. 
yeah, this is not part of this universe, although there will be a Wolfman. But the Dracula yeah. film that came out two or three years ago will be a part of this universe. Well, it was meant to be, but I've heard tales that it now isn't. Well, I hope it is, because it... it's not very good. Yeah, I think Luke Was it Evans... a failed Dracula film? Yeah. It? yeah, it was Luke Evans playing Dracula, and I think he came out and said that he no longer has a contract. I think they, they got rid of him. Oh, right. So maybe they changed their mind then. Yeah. I think it, it. I think they were expecting it to do better on DVD and Blu-ray than it did. Um, and I think they ended up going, yeah, we're just going to wax that. It's it's no longer part of it. We'll get someone else to play Dracula now. Well, they they even had uh, that year, they had uh, Dracula on both coasts um, yeah. for that movie, for Halloween Horror Nights. And talking of, as Craig said, uh, Wolfman, the last time I went to Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood, the first maze that you came to was Wolfman, based on that film. Well, funny, funny you should mention that. A lot of people say to me, what's your favourite Halloween Horror Nights house? And that is definitely one of my favourites from Florida that year. Yeah. Uh, the the wife says that's the only one that scared her that year, of the ones that we yeah. went in. Well, just um, right, time out here, guys. How many Halloween Horror Nights have you be, you two been to between you? I've done two at Hollywood. Right. Oh, I, I've lost count how many I've done. Have you? Wow. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's think. What are we now? 26th year, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so late 90s I started going. So and you, 18, 19, something like that. Joking. And they all did blur do... into one. They all blur into one. So what years did you go, Paul? Uh, must have been 2000 and... Either 2005 or 2006, and then 2011 was the last time I went. Right. Both, both Hollywood, you so, said. Yeah. So you, yeah. I, Chris, you must have seen it grow. Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. mean, last year I thought it was bedlam. I mean, I remember going um, when the recession hit back in, what, 06, 07? I remember going a few evenings. And it felt like I was the only one in the park. <laughs> yeah, the first it time I really went, dead. I had no issues getting... I did all the mazes. I did the Terror Tram at least three times um, with no pass or anything, just a normal ticket. When we went back wow. in 2011, it was ridiculous. I said I'd never go back without an Express Pass now. Uh, mm. Yeah, you can't go without an Express Pass I don't see the... I mean, we we were walking out last year on the Saturday night. We'd been in the parks from basically rope drop, 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we'd been back for a little hour's nap, and then we'd got showered and went back out. Mm. We were coming out about midnight, so we've literally had, you know, 16 hours in the parks, more or less, and they was they were still allowing people to come in at midnight, and all the maze queues were they weren't dying off. You know, you think you could get to the end of the night and um, you can, a few walk-ons at least, but they were all they were all ninety minutes, two hours, three hour waits. It was well, funny story, Craig. I, I'm Go on. up just going through the research at the moment to update for this year the book. 
And I came across some terms and conditions that Universal had written in the last couple of years to do with express passes for Halloween Horror Nights. And yeah. they said in this text that they believed that the average wait time for an express pass for a house is half of what the standby line time is. Now, a lot of people, if you buy an express pass, you think you're just going to walk on that house pretty much straight away. But if you've yeah, got yeah. a three-hour wait, you, that means, in theory, Universal expecting you to wait for an hour and a half in the express line. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. This is, what, uh, this, is, this is where they start selling the Express Express. <laughs> well, the Express is, uh, well, Express is the RIP tour, isn't it? Well, yeah, well exactly, say, yeah. Like the Malibis yeah. did last year. And they had a whale of a time doing that. We had the Express, and with a little bit of planning, uh, we waited by the Simpsons, by E.T., and we were able to blitz the first five houses without using our express passes. Um, I can't remember them in order, like, but if I had the map, I'd, I'd obviously know. But uh, five that are in the corner, anyway. Yeah, we we. What was the first one? The Walking Dead. Then we walked out and we did. I can't remember. The one that should have been named Green. That was, oh, um, oh, the purge. The purge. The purge. Yeah. And then it was, I think it was insidious. Then you walked around and got the other two next to each other. I can't remember. I'd have to look at the map. But we, we blitzed it before it got, you know, and people don't plan. We we only plan because we're nerds and we're geeks and we, we do our own way. But if you're paying top dollar, and you don't go into an express pass, then you expect to maybe two houses, three if you're lucky. Because so. it, it goes back to like what you we were saying earlier with the attractions if you're staying at the high end hotels. You know, I, I always find, you know, if I stayed at Hard Rock and then I spend time in the park during the day, you know, I really don't want to wait an hour for Spider Man in the express queue. I just, ugh. And this is what I mean. When when we went, mm. we went in November. I walked straight into Spider Man, and that's why I was like, I really don't see it this time. Using an Express Pass for a normal day. Mm. Mm. But I, I have waited in Express Line for ages for Spider Man. That was one I remember last time. Um, it seemed like the Express Line was longer than the standby. But to be fair, I would probably agree with with saying that. I'm sure the Express Line was longer than the line I was in. Yeah. There was more people going in, in in the express entrance than there was in the normal one. Mm. Mm. They made they made it slightly difficult, didn't they? Cuz you have to go to a certain machine now and put your um your room key in to get the express pass now. And then it prints your photo and everything on it. Yeah. I think I think all that'll go um when you do finally upgrade it. Um mm. I, I do because you've got your paper ticket and you've got your paper express pass or card and then you're going on the water rides or even putting them in your lanyard inside your top, your, your sweat gets into them and they start <laughs> to stick and the barcodes are not readable. I definitely think they're going to be coming out with something. And I think it will be some sort of magic band 
but it won't be called a magic band and you'll be able to buy an et one or a back to the future one or and that's how you you collect them all then mm. because the all the nerds all the completists will want all the rides all the historic rides and all the limited edition ones then they'll want the halloween horror night ones you know we were watching a Diz unplugged the other day and pete werner has got 32 magic bands wow I, you say exactly as I've seen someone post on Facebook today that they're missing two of the limited magic bands and that's it they've bought all the rest of the limited ones oh god yeah. well, so this all is the what Star people... Wars ones all the Frozen ones yeah now if you're paying 16 to 18 dollars 20 dollars you will pay because that's what people do mm-hmm. you know it'll, it's just, it'll just become the pins it'll become uh, the vinyl mation it'll It'd be called magic. They won't be called magic bands. It'll be no. There'll be something cinema re- related, won't there? I bet you. The magic strap on. A cinemagic band or something. Yeah, <laughs> I like my idea better. <laughs> cinema. But uh, is it true as well that uh, you mentioned Back to the Future? There, they've just shut the the only existing. Uh, I think Back it's shutting at the end of next month. Yeah, it's uh, counting down the days, isn't yeah. it? See, now, if someone said to me, you can have Back to the Future or Simpsons, the ride, I think I would choose Back to the Future. Yeah, and I if would someone well. said to me, do you want Gringotts or Jaws, I'd definitely choose Bloody Jaws. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah, if it was a, if it was a toss-up between he- heads and tails for what you've just said there, Back to the Future over Simpsons... Although I do think Simpsons could exist in a different uh, format, in a different ride, you know. And the same with Jaws. I'd have Jaws over Gringotts. Although Gringotts is brilliant, and every time I ride Gringotts, I enjoy it more. Mm. So, but did they have to sacrifice Jaws for Gringotts? That's debatable, isn't it? Oh, I'm sure yeah. they could have squeezed it in there somewhere next it, to it. It does make you sad now you know they've got all that new land. Yeah. Where they could have put mm. Diagon Alley rather than in the main park and taken out some of the classic rides. I I used to love riding Jaws at Halloween Horror Nights because in the dark, they used to call it the shark in the dark, but that ride was brilliant in the dark. It's a shame. Such a shame. That's why yeah. they they open Jurassic Park at night at Hollywood, and that's oh, yeah. that's beautiful as well. Yeah, I think they've got to be very careful putting all their eggs in the Harry Potter basket. Mm. Because I don't. They're already just talk rumours of reboots in the future. You know, of the films getting done again, the books getting done again. I just I don't think they've dated very well the films. Whereas Jaws is a forty year old classic, isn't it? Well the thing is, if if someone said to you, um, you know, we want to take out, I don't know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and put Hunger Games in there, it's a similar kind of thing, isn't it? They're taking out a, a long standing, you know, attraction and throwing something that, you know, may or may not have legs for much longer. Yeah. I do. I do worry I think, about Nintendo. On, I do worry about the Nintendo thing as well. 
If they're mm. going to try and sell this new park on Nintendo, I I don't know where that's going to go. Well, I don't, I don't think they, it can anchor it. I think you might be able to add, you know, you can add it to it. But as you say, if they just put the whole park around Nintendo, I think they've got a problem. But Nintendo is 10 times bigger in America than it ever was in Great Britain. Yeah. They sold a lot more consoles over there. I read a brilliant book about the Nintendo and how it, it got a foothold in America. I mean, Nintendo's a hundred hundred odd year old company you know it's been around for a long time but when they, they got into the console market in america they just blew it out the water so it, it is a part of a lot of american youth growing up mm. i just hope they don't do a half-baked kiddie land mm. with a few big characters who let's all go and bounce on a mushroom that'll be crap <laughs> you can you guarantee need... there's going to be a mario kart ride isn't there yeah but it's got to be done as a as a go-kart and it's got yeah. to be yeah, it'd be more screens wouldn't it well yeah, but that's what i don't want i want it to be um you the same as what in magic kingdom yeah. but mario, mario kart and whether it is or mario yeah that will be yeah but again what else what else could they do what other well, the, the new um, Harry Potter franchise, the Mythical Beast thing, that, that's rumoured. Yeah, that's be. the rumour, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's been done to keep it in our consciousness. He doesn't need to write another Harry Potter book or another no. book in that universe. It just wasn't needed. But I also read that because the Gollum, uh, not Gollum, the... Um, Oh, the Martin Freeman. What's his name? What was the film Bilbo. called? The Hobbit. Bilbo Baggins. The Hobbit. Because those films didn't do so well, that Universal's dropped their idea to um, bring that to the uh, theme parks. Well, then Disney, of... Disney should snap it up and stick it in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just, just demolish all the Avatar stuff they've half-built. And... Yeah. Just well, turn, I'm a... turn them into normal mountains. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big. I haven't got a problem with Avatar. I've I really haven't. I think the film, visually, is a, is a piece of art. Story wise, it's weak as piss, but it's it's a groundbreaking film of its time. And if they're taking the concept of that film and putting it into real world, I haven't got a problem with that. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, wait to see Animal Kingdom at night. Oh, it's yeah. there. But these had it. These. Um, Hobbit books are, what, 60, 70 years old? They've stood the test of time. They're not going anywhere. The films will come and go. They'll get rebooted again. It's mm. irrelevant. Put a, someone, snap it up while they can and put a land in and it'll be brilliant. Imagine a Hobbit land, right, where everything, where you go into the Shire and you go into Bilbo Baggins' house, but it's ev- it's big, so you're the size of a hobbit. It's all done in perspective. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Do you know what I mean? So you go in as a, as a hobbit. Mm. I think it'd be phenomenal. Well, the, the other franchise that's been rumoured is, be, well, because Universal keep um, uh, updating their trademarks and copyrights and things, is this thing to do with uh, Secret Life of Pets? <laughs> do you know much about that? I don't, I don't think it's been released, is it? 
I haven't I don't think seen it's been it. released. No, I haven't seen any trailers or anything. No. They keep talking about it for Hollywood as well, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they're talking about it as though it's the next big thing. But, I mean, none of us have heard anything about it. Is it based on a toy? I've, I don't know. I've got a feeling it's like a something like Polly Pocket or something like that. Oh, right. Uh, I just thought it was talking animals again. <laughs> Isn't that Good what everybody well does? Yeah. Well, look at Zootopia or Zootropolis, whatever it's called, wherever you are. It's done $800 million. And mm. up to now, you know, and that film, who's seen, who's seen any sort of advert for that? I never. No. I didn't hear any Disney podcast talking about it. No. We certainly didn't talk about it. No. So... The Secret Life of Pets. It. Yeah, we're going tomorrow. Yeah. So, so. Um, and then our last topic this evening is Skull Island, because that is opening uh, this summer. Uh, do you think it will open before or after Rivers of Light? What's your bet? I think before. Really? Yeah. It's all running. Oh. It's more or less done, isn't it? Yeah, that's all the, the the vehicles are going round at least, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're just doing. It looks like they're just doing some touch-up work to it. I think they've got a time scale as well. They're, they're releasing this this uh, interactive story to draw you in, and I think they've started down a path that they've got to see to the end before they can open the ride. Basically, now. <laughs> so they'll soft soft open that then pretty soon. Um, yeah. And rivers of light are still keep rumbling on. So. Although they probably blame stags for that as well. I yeah. It's uh, still another month away now, isn't it? Until we even get an announcement of when it's going to open. I wonder what's taking so long. It sounds like something went wrong with it. Someone shot a lion. <laughs> it's probably too noisy. Yeah, uh, probably stags got involved, and then it went over budget and um, over program. But I can't believe they sacked him. Can you believe that? I didn't even know who he was. To be honest, he was just some blade. <laughs> it's a, it's a strange choice and a strange choice of time, man. Put it eyes. this way: he's he's not going to be walking away empty-handed, is he? No. So no. he couldn't really give a shit. And he'll be taken back on as some sort of consultant and probably paid three times as much. So Yeah, they announced he's staying on as a consultant. Oh, I'll have to there yeah, you go. Until his contract ends, by the sound of it. Yeah. So he won't just he'll... get his P45 and his uh, two months. He'll have a shitload pay. of shares for Universal, yeah. for, for, Dis- for Universal, for Disney. You know, he'll, he's, he's, he doesn't care. No. It happened with Jay Rasulo, didn't it? When they got rid of him last year, he stayed on as a consultant until his yeah. contract ended. So do you think Kathleen Kennedy will get it? Uh, I hope it's either her or Lassiter, but I get the feeling they're going to go outside. I um, think it would be Lassiter. But, but Lassiter is, you know, of an age now where, you know, does he want the grief? The thing is, he seems to be running the company anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's in charge of every single animated film. He basically was in charge of California Adventure when it got rebuilt. Mm. Yeah, I'd give it to him. 
he seems to be smacked off his head on meds anyway. So <laughs> he's constantly happy. It's, it's all the wine he makes. He drinks it all, I reckon. Yeah, he's he's either blitzed or something because it, it no must one be is, to wear those shirts. Yeah, no one's that happy. He's literally <laughs> permanently smiling. So good on him. Get stuck good. in. Good old but, lassie. But Rainer Kong, what what do people think? There what better be an animatronic monkey in there. That's yeah, there better be. That burps banana breath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I won't be happy. Have you seen the vehicles? They're taking 72 people at a time. Blimey. Big. They're huge. Yeah, and so are Americans. So, <laughs> so how... cut it down to 36 people then. 36 people, yeah. <laughs> but how long is it going to take to load the way they are with health and safety and pull on your strap? And They're going to need an army of people to process every vehicle. So they, they must be bigger than the Animal Kingdom safari trucks. Oh, they're twice as big? Yeah, I think the, the Animal Kingdom safari trucks are 36 people. So they, they load quite quickly, don't they? I can't remember. I haven't been on it for a while. Well, they, yeah, they don't have any restraints, do they? And I don't know if this one does, to be honest. Um, but 72 people is a lot of people to move. The thing is, I did the back... Stay uh, the tram tour in Hollywood last year, and you get the 360 Kong, and then you get the transform uh, Fast and Furious bit that comes, I think, after it. And to be honest with you, because they're just screen based, they were both as boring as anything. Yeah, especially the Fast and the Furious. That was terrible. I mean, that was really bad. It looked I amateur. I haven't done that one yet, but I have done Kong and. I, I felt it was a bit of a letdown after they'd made such a big fuss about it. And that's better than Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Are they both 3D, are they? They're all 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah just 3D. Um, and so both of these are coming soon. Well, as you know, Kong sooner than the other one. But they have promised there will be animatronics in Kong. But, you know, will we see another great big monkey animatronic? I don't or know. Or is it just going to be some random indigenous people. <laughs> yeah. Or a monkey's arm. Yeah, they're just kind of like the, the pirate and Pirates of the Caribbean. It'll just swing across in front of you and that'll be all you see. Oh. Disco I hope monkey. they don't let us down. <laughs> Disco monkey. I don't, I don't think Universal will let us down because I don't think they have let us down in the last five or six years. Even Gringotts, I think, is a phenomenal... I think they, they made a mistake with Gringotts, but when you look at the technology involved, um, it's still a... It's not an A-ticket attraction. It's a, definitely a B. I don't think they've let us down. I don't think they will let us down. I think it's going to be stunning. It's definitely going to be four-dimensional or five-dimensional, whatever you want to call it. It's not just going to be 3D screens. I yeah. think they have listened... Yeah, there's no way they can they can leave it the same as the one in Hollywood. They're, they've got a they've got to up their game with that, and I'm sure they will. And I mean, we were just walking past the building site in uh, October, and it's huge. Yeah. Mm. I I don't know if it was forced perspective or what, but looking over the the them fences, uh, the boards, it was gigantic. That monkey outside's ridiculous. The size of that. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Um, did you um, ever go on the original Kong ride? I did. In uh, 93. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember in... I think we did it in 2001. I think it was still there then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, and that was a f- fantastic ride. Mm. Really was. I did the and mini did... version in Hollywood before it oh, burnt yeah, down. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it burnt down, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they've still got... Because when you used to come out of it, you could have your photo taken inside King Kong's fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got them pictures somewhere. I wonder if they kept that hand. Or if they just ditched it. No, they should... Well, yeah, I think they should do. When you when you're going on uh, Halloween Horror Nights and you're going around the back of everywhere, uh, going into other places you don't generally see, you do see yeah. a lot of um, mothballed stuff like wrapped up in cellophane and stuff, don't you? In like open warehouses and stuff. Well, do you, do you remember Halloween Horror Nights uh, twenty, the theme for that year when it was the anniversary year? No. No. Well, they had a they had a big warehouse was like the thing, and the, in the warehouse they had all this stuff. Anyway, a lot of people don't realise they actually have a warehouse. It's down near the airport, so they actually do have a huge, you know, like football stadium sized warehouse just full of Universal stuff. So, uh, you know, they could probably have kept oh, it in there. It'll still be in there. Yeah, it'll be there, and you should bring it out. Hmm. It's always mm. nice to have that little bit of history, isn't it? Even with a with a new ride. Yeah, well, like uh, Gringotts, they put all the Jaws references in the shops yeah. and things, didn't they? Um, and then Doc Brown gives the deeds to um, Krusty, isn't it, in the yeah. Simpsons ride? Right. Yeah, I think... The... Go on. No, go on. I was going to wrap up, but go on. No, no, it's just I think they should um, remember their history uh, because I, I do believe the history is uh, profitable to them. There's a lot of nostalgia out there and uh, nostalgia sells T-shirts and shop mugs and and fridge magnets and, and all that. I think there's a market and they're missing the trick. So. Universal was a, you know, a multi-million dollar enterprise when... Walt and his brother were trying to sell sketches on the side of the street, so they've been going for you know years and years. So, yeah. huge back. Well, I think I do, t- and they and they forgot about it. Yeah, <laughs> to an extent because they keep buying in other people's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Right. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Nothing more to say, is there, chaps? Don't think so. No, not unless you want to say anything, Chris, for later on in the year or anything. Oh, what, like buy my new book? <laughs> buy um, your new book, yeah. Yeah, buy my new book uh, when it comes out. Um, I don't know when it's going to come out. Um, publisher hasn't told me yet, but I would imagine hopefully before Halloween. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's asked me to start working on another new book for another topic that is related to Halloween Horror Nights. So hopefully... There might be two new books for you to have a look at. Ah, and might we be doing anything? We're, this is very much a, a baited episode. This is a Universal After Dark, and we'd like listener feedback. 
you know, if you think it's something we should continue with, we're looking at a monthly episode within our fortnightly Disney episodes. Uh, and with potentially we're going to do be doing a a monthly Halloween horror night after dark. Well, yeah, if if the people want it, we will do it. If you think it's a pile of crap, then we will just shut up and go back to Disney. <laughs> we we do have literally the Prince of Darkness sitting with us tonight, and we would be foolish not to embrace him and pick his brains because you must know some stuff. You must have seen some shit, man. I, I tell you, I saw some shit, and there's a lot of stuff I can't put in that book, so... You know, you give me enough um, beers and I'll I'll tell you the good stuff. There you go. So, later on in the year, when it starts to get winter, summer out the way, look out for Halloween Horror Nights after dark. And hopefully, we're going to have uh, Universal after dark next month. And don't forget, we're going to do Bush Gardens after dark and <laughs> SeaWorld after dark. Yeah. We... You get to harpoon your own killer whale. <laughs> <laughs> the Dollywood after dark might be stretching it somewhat, though. Oh, Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> Philip Park. <laughs> Alton Towers after dark. Oh, Gulliver's Kingdom. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go there during the day, let alone after dark. <laughs> what, what's almost coming in front of our very eyes is a network... An After Dark Network, trademark. <laughs> well, Who knows what the future may bring. Right, I'm going to wrap it up on that note. Thank you, dear listener, for listening once again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to uh, us ramble on about Universal. Um, and hopefully, if you like it, let us know, and we will see you next month. If not, we'll see you next week. But we'll see you next week anyway. So it's good night from me. It's good night from him. And it's good night from me. Part of the After Dark Podcast Network. Oh.